We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troya, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Josh Young. Josh, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing so good. Tell the people why you're doing good. I don't know. I made this mixer work. You did. You got a new mixer this week, and that allows us to add another microphone. So guess what we have in store for you today? A what? A fucking guest. Wow. A guest, yes. Are you going to introduce the guest? Yes. Uh, Today we are going to be celebrating Father's Day, and what better to have than our resident dad expert, my dad, Tim Troya. Dad, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Wonderful. Dad's never done a podcast before, so this is going to be a new experience for him. New experience for all of us. A new experience for all of us. So, yeah, write in to SwayzePod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or any, uh, you know tips on how to have a guest because we don't know what we're doing well first you introduce them we did that um and then you say what their expertise is and then you ask them some things about themselves well i know my dad's an expert dad but dad do you have anything that you'd like to tell the people about yourself i don't know i have no idea what to say how many children do you have dad two, two. okay okay and how's that been for you what is it like now that you're a dad and your parent and your kids don't live there anymore it's even better Hell yeah. <laughs> we, he recently uh, obtained a grandchild, so that's been a new adventure for him. Well, yeah, yeah. like taking a grandchild anywhere is That's a, more fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you get to get rid of them, right? They come and spend the night and go home. <laughs> it's the perfect situation. Well, this one is, uh, like we said, very dad-centric. We're going to be covering fatherhood today. Patrick Swayze's 16th film. Now, this one came out right after City of Joy and right before Tall Tale on October 27th, 1993. Now, it was PG-13, it's thirty or it's, uh, 95 minutes long, and it was directed by Daryl James Rudit. He also did Dangerous, Gra- Drown- excuse me, Dangerous Ground and Dracula 3000. Have you seen either of those? I've seen Dracula 3000. Have you seen Dracula 3000? I don't remember. I think that was the one that had Dracula as like a, a zombie. Or it's like, like a future man of some sort. He had computers in him or something like that. I don't know. But Patrick Swayze is going to be top billed in this one. He's going to be playing Jack Charles alongside Halle Berry, Sabrina Lloyd, Brian Bosdale, and Michael Ironside. And this is like a Disney joint, right? I don't think it's a Disney joint. I've got Hollywood pictures. Hmm. But this also, like we said, came out in 93. So this is... Post uh, Point Breaks, this is on his decline, would you say? I guess. I guess. I don't know. He was having a hard time with his alcoholism at this time in his life. So uh, I'm excited to see the film that he fall asleep while he was making. Yes, Fatherhood. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, experience because neither none of us have seen it, right? Yes, we're all going in blind, but I know it's a road trip. You know what's a road trip? I, uh, I've come to understand that it's like a surprise fatherhood movie. Like Swayze's going to be like this cool dude that doesn't like have any worries. Then all of a sudden a bunch of rugrats are going to be dumped on his doors. But it's going to be like 
How many kids? I don't know. Oh my God. Like a few. Like more than one. Okay, okay. Well, At least a boy and a girl. I hope that they're his. There are two children on the cover of the DVD. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be watching this on a DVD. I got it in a three-pack with some Michael J. Fox movie and something else. I'm not too sure. Dad three-pack? It wasn't a dad three-pack. I think it was just like a, this is a 90s three-pack. Oh, okay. But yeah, so that's how we're going to be watching it today. Josh, do you have any expectations from this movie? Road trip. Road trip, that's it? A leather jacket. I hope he wears a leather jacket. Dad, do you have any you know expectations from this movie? Is there any station wagons involved? There might be. All right, I'm in. Hell yeah. It's important to have a sick whip in every Swayze, so we're going to be looking for that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, let's just see how dadly this bad boy is. Dadly, badly. Dad, I hope it's not badly. Ba- well, I looked at some reviews, and it looks like it might be badly. <laughs> That's what you- we're crazy, Swayze. God damn. Have you ever seen a dad so bad and rad? He was uh, dadding all over the place. Yep, being that dad. How'd you feel about it, man? The dads? Yeah. No, I mean, like, just in general. Oh, good. Good? How'd you feel about it, dad? That was good. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. What did you like about it most? Well, he starts out with a Cadillac convertible. <laughs> I mean, with I, a leather coat and cowboy boots. What better? Uh, yeah, if you're going to start anywhere, I feel like that's a great place to start. You could know? you possibly start somewhere better? I don't know. He could have had cooler sunglasses. Well, at least we started with him getting out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. That That's nice. Yeah. It starts with him getting out of jail and then immediately cuts to 15 months earlier, which, don't get me wrong, I'm happy he gets out of jail, but why do we have to start there? Uh, well, I mean, you know, so that you know that it's happily ever after. I guess... We've gotten two happily ever afters in a row on this podcast. Yeah, you're right. But, like, this one just... <laughs> is that is that juvenile de- detention center going to be shut down? I don't know. I hope so. They're going to have a very thorough investigation. I also am wondering now, because I said if you do good, you get out early, right? Out of your two-year sentence, you can get out at, like... 18 f- months. He- 18 months or whatever it was. So he must have did really good because he got out at 15 months. Yeah, they didn't have the guy from the... What's him a jigger? That, uh, the the juvie guy. Like, he didn't go in there. Mr. And, Lasagna. Yeah, yeah, and t- yeah, and he didn't dance with him. Oh, well, we don't know. I mean, yeah, but he got out for good behavior. So oh, so he didn't dance. I don't... I think this is, like, the town in Footloose. There's no dancing equals good behavior i'm hearing that yeah yeah how how did you feel about the kids man well they were they're both great actually yeah do you think that they were believable kids dad uh the son with the map yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. he's believable he was really resourceful like somehow he knew where they were fucking constantly well he knows how to buy a house with a computer yeah this is the blank check kid. <laughs> this is the yes. This is the kid from blank check. He was in Family Ties, also, man. Oh, he was one of the Family Ties. Yeah, he was one of the ties. So he ties this together with the Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah, maybe that's why Michael J. Fox is was in the other movie that's on here. We did a little more research, and it looks like the DVD three pack was a dad three pack. It did very much look like it, and Nathan Lane was in two of them. Not this one though. Yeah, so he's not the connective tissue. No. 
I maybe it's family time. Maybe it's Halle Berry. I very highly doubt that. I mean, like, I very ha- highly doubt that Halle Berry was was barely holding this one together. Yeah, <laughs> she I mean, showed up halfway through the movie, but she barely existed as well. And I, she was an Irish girl, so yeah, she was erased. Yeah. But whatever, reporter is an important profession. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, and they were able to, like, she was able to help Jack out during the whole thing because they were, she was, like, how many times did they have phone conversations? Um, Like four, maybe. Yeah, over the course of their road trip adventure, Jack kept reaching out to Kathleen. She was this reporter that had ran a story initially because... Fake news. Well, I mean, like, it was, it was exaggerated. Mm-hmm. The, the what had happened was he had obtained his children because Kelly, his older daughter, and Eddie, the younger son, were both in juvenile detention, right? And Kelly had escaped. Juvenile. Juvenile detention. Okay. And Kelly had escaped and returned to Jack. And Eddie was going to be put in the same juvenile detention center that Kelly was in, and they were trying to, you know, keep him away from that. Yeah, because it was abuse. Yeah, and Kelly had mentioned that, like, you know, kids go in there in handcuffs and shit like that. So Jack, being the best dad in the whole world, gets his little gun and stops the bus and pulls his son off the bus with a gun. And some other girl that nobody knows. Yeah, Daphne. Uh, no. Dolores. Dolores. She was pregnant. They were throwing her around in quite a few scenes of this movie, and this girl's supposed to be, like, a few months pregnant. And where'd they drop her off at? Was that her auntie's place, or what? uh, She said it was, like, her foster mother. She was a foster mother that they wouldn't allow her to adopt her. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, why wouldn't they allow her to get adopted? That was just a random side quest in the movie, I think. I don't know. That's really weird. That yeah, she that really weirded me out. I mean, I, there's such an under like an under and overcurrent of the child abuse in the movie, and it's I feel like every time maybe it was a studio note or something because it's like every time they came and butted up against the child abuse thing, Swayze would yell out, "Stay positive," and we're on to the next thing. Rock and roll music. Yeah, he did yell to stay positive quite a few times. That feels like the studio note, "Stay positive," so they just put it in the script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Because this I, could have been, like, a really serious movie about, like, child abuse and systematic child abuse and how the judges are involved in it and they don't even know. But that, it's not that. Yeah, it was not a heavy fucking movie. This was fun. This was a, a nice, lighthearted bop across America. Eddie, the the boy, was having a very fun time. He exclaims at one point, I'm having the best time. Of my life. Yeah, he's, he's loving it. Like, I don't know. I I thought it was la- like, I thought it was lots of fun. Mhm, mhm. What are the stops on the road trip? All right, we we stopped at Vegas from L.A. We stopped at Hoover Dam. Yep. We stopped at that cave park, but it is the third largest cave in America or the world. In America. In America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Texas. Okay. In every place they stopped, they had to steal a car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in a boat. Yeah, they stowed away on that boat. I feel like though that was like the smart move was to steal a car everywhere they went, though. Right. You know, right. like if, especially if they're running across the country, you got to do that. And I mean, if especially if a car is noticeable, like that Cadillac convertible, ooh, the white interior. I think that was the sickest whip of all, right? 
Yeah, they tried to steal that Porsche also, but I don't know. I think the Cajun princess might have been the sickest whip. Let's Uh, be fucking honest here. You can't just steal a man's boat. It's like stealing his horse. (laughs) It's nothing like stealing his horse. A horse (laughs) is a man's livelihood, and a boat is for fun. There was just married stuff all over. Oh, shit. Where was was the wife? Yeah. Yeah, where was the wife? There was ju- it was just a guy. What if he was like what if a he serial had like a serial killer? What yeah, yeah, what if what if he what if he was going out there like they to, dumped a body to hide something. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that would explain why he's towing the boat. That would explain right. why he had a full turkey dinner and some candles in there. I saw a letterbox review where someone said, I would eat ham and drink Budweiser with Swayze all day and I was trying to figure out how to reply to the review and say I would it was eat a turkey. turkey. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? These people are not watching the movie properly. I don't know, man. Maybe we fucked up. Maybe they kept calling the ham turkey. Uh, It makes more sense. No, they had a wishbone. It was a turkey. It makes more sense for it to be ham, though, because they had no way to cook it. And And it it looks frozen. frozen. (laughs) Well, it might have been an already roasted turkey. Uh, That's a good point. Just like freeze-wrapped or whatever. Yeah. That's a good point. I... I, I don't Microwave. know. There are lessons to be learned from this movie. Yeah. Like, okay. Taught like, the kids how to steal a car. Yeah. He was doing lots taught of damn shit. Taught them how to hitchhike. Yeah. And then he uh, taught them how to jump in a boat and go across land with it. Yeah. Think it, about it. Didn't they, they taught. Or he, he taught, taught them how to get from one place to another when you're wanted. Yeah. Correct. It's an important thing. He paid in the police. He taught Kelly how to drive. That's right. And he let Eddie drive the boat a little bit. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, Swayze was definitely living up to his dadly responsibilities. Yeah, I mean, this is the most simultane- simultaneously bad and rad dad we've yet come across. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's pretty rad. He's so rad, but he's clearly bad when he calls his kid jerk, his kids jerks and leaves <laughs> them by the side of the road and says, good riddance. <laughs> Dude, I could not believe he just fucking... I mean, like, obviously he turns around right Immediately. away. But, like... He just dumped his kids in the middle of the fucking desert. It was, like, almost unnecessary as well, because, like you said, they go right back for him. Yeah. Like, they had to go right back for him. Maybe yeah. that's a dramatic pause in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's you when know. he uh, rejects the call to adventure. That's oh, right. Oh, that's a good point. And, I mean, like, there's not, nothing scares a kid like being thrown out in the middle of the desert. <laughs> They didn't have any water. Yeah, they were going on the. He was going on the adventure no matter what. He was going to New Orleans no matter what because he right. needed to get that one last job or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but it doesn't matter because he just throws all the money away. Yeah, I thought that he was gonna have these kids like dumped in his lap, but he kind of like obtained one of them. One of them appeared. Oh, yeah, one of them appeared. No but- one dumped her there, though. She went of her own volition to find her cool dad. Like, that's one of the points of the movie, is that he is so cool. And it's, like, bad for them how cool he is. He he is... I mean, like, is he cool, though? Like, no matter, I think like, he's kind of cool. Yeah, but-, no, but no matter what he does, it's like, oh, it's so cool. You know, when the kid's like, I got, can I drive the boat? And he's like, no. We, we got a time... Oh, you know what? Yeah, you can drive the you can drive the boat, but both answers would be cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I think that that was one of those things that Swayze he'd even mentioned. He's like, yeah, the last last time we had like a Thanksgiving dinner all together, it was when Eddie was two, and he looks like what twelve now. They said he was seven. I thought. Oh. Yeah, that sounds right, but he doesn't look seven to me. No, he looks ten to me. Oh yeah, yeah okay. I thought he was much older. 
<laughs> I thought well, he was the daughter, 12. the daughter was the older one, and she didn't know how to drive, so she was, what, 13, 14? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, trauma can uh, really kickstart those growth hormones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. It's true. And how did their mom die? They didn't say. Maybe it's because she didn't have any internal organs because her legs apparently went all the way up to her chin. What? <laughs> Yeah, Swayze was sitting there describing their mother to them, and he and mentioned she that he, he she had legs all the way up to her chin. Just like that lady on Taskmaster when she had to make her legs long. Exactly like that. That that TV show. Yes. I don't know. Like, I liked that the mom wasn't necessarily in the picture, you know, because then we could like just focus on the dadliness mm-hmm. but like do you think that like having the mom in the picture would then negate the entire adventure altogether like yeah so it's like it wouldn't happen unless she was gone yes to both okay because otherwise she'd be like a deadbeat mom and you can't have a deadbeat mom yeah i mean I guess you can. can. I mean, they fridged her though. Like it happened before the movie even started. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't like seeing a, a, a lady getting fridged. See, that's. I'd the, rather see them interacting with each other, which they do not in this movie. That's the thing that really stuck out about the beginning that I didn't like, right? Because we open on Jack getting out of jail, and the kids run over to him. Halle Berry's standing there, and and. I think we were all under the impression that, that, that was the mom. Yeah, that that was the family. So right. it kind of weirded us all out when Halle Berry reappeared and she is a reporter instead. And they had never Correct. met each other, you know? Correct. And it kind of shows, it, it like, it gets rid of the tension with her character, too, because it's like, oh, is she on his side or is she, you know? Just th- in it for the story? Yeah. She's yeah. a news hound. Yeah. I, I want to say that that opening scene with him getting out of jail... Uh, that kind of fucked the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we should have just had that taken out completely and just left at the end. Yeah, I would say so. You know, I, I'd even say that we could we, we could put that as, like, like a, while the credits are already rolling. Well, I mean, they came back mm-hmm. to it. So, yeah, it already was there. Yeah. So why not? I mean, it just means that they can, like, freeze frame briefly over the ending and then slow-mo. That's really what everybody wants is a nice freeze frame. Because at the beginning of the movie, I didn't think, oh, he's dancing with these children. And at the end, I was like, ah, he kind of is, but not really. He just scooped them. Yeah, he did kind of scoop. I don't know. It seemed like he was kind of violently throwing Eddie around. (laughs) That's what the kid likes. He's like, I've never had more fun in my life. (laughs) How do you feel about the the, the B characters we had all across it? You know, like we had Grandma, we had Jerry, we had... Mr. Lasagna. Mr. Lasagna. We had that guy that was in the, the the boat car. Obviously, he barely did anything. There was the guy with the with the with the fucking horns on the front of his truck. Yeah, the horny guy. Yeah, I think that was the sickest whip. The re- the red Dodge pickup. Yeah, I think with that the horns. was the sickest whip because like it kind of reminded me of. You notice the character driving the truck kind of looked like Ted Nugent. He did kind of look, and like he Ted also Nugent. talked like Ted Nugent. Uh, yeah. Because he kept going on, I know you, but I don't know you, but I know you. Yeah. I, Where do I know you from? I, I liked that, even though, it, like, 
obviously, I feel like the, the trope of the I know ya because your wanted picture was on the TV is kind of mm-hmm. low-hanging fruit, but they did it, like, in a way that I found it was still entertaining. Why do you call him the hitman? I don't know. Everyone, like, referred to him as a different kind of criminal. They were doing that with the news stories oh, yeah. to get more people's attention to find him. Oh, yeah. They said Because he- remember the bar, the guy pulls the shotgun out from under the bar mm-hmm. and... Patrick Swayze pulls his pistol and takes his gun away. Yeah. And gets food. I mean, that guy could have blasted him. He traded him his ring for some food? Yeah. That guy was a liar. (laughs) He pulled out his gun and then he said, I don't want no trouble. And then then Swayze left and he called the cops. Yeah. That guy. That guy was a liar and a snitch. Yeah. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that bartender. Cool gun, though. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, it was cool. How'd you feel about Grandma? Grandma's great. I liked that she had a different wig on in every scene. It gave me very, like, Moira from Schitt's Creek vibes. And I liked that she was, like, trying to grift the casino also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nodding. Like, well, you see how Jack got his upbringing if that's the way Mom acted. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to, like blame it all on mom but like i think maybe he got a few tricks of the trade from her maybe oh definitely you know she's a cool grandma yeah she she's not like the other grandmas he runs in there into the casino and doesn't go hey mom it's like oh and gladys immediately calls out a different name you know and like to try to throw the suspicion and then like when when she was trying to switch out her chips for different chips and he started making some noise to try to do a little distraction you know and uh it definitely seemed like they had worked just together in the past. <laughs> well, her she played the uh, I'm having a heart attack, but yet she goes walking out the door. Yeah. That was, was amazing. If they were getting medical attention for her when she was going down on the floor, there'd be an ambulance there. I also liked how they, like, slowly lowered her to the ground. Yeah. Like, both yep. of them, like, grabbed her arms, and she, like, slowly sat down. <laughs> oh. Now, I am wondering where the wigs... Because of d- like being disguised, or was she just like feeling it? You know, it can be both. I, I'm maybe that's her personality. Yeah, each different wig's a different personality. Okay, all right. So like when the red wig goes on, then that's when Jessica comes out, and mm-hmm. Jessica loves robbing people. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I I liked Grandma more than I liked Jerry. Because Jerry gave me scumbag vibes immediately. Who the fuck was Jerry? Jerry was Swayze's buddy once he got to New Orleans. Oh, okay, yeah. Jerry was sketchy. He had a closet full of all those different kinds of guns. I wish he would have taken them all out. I liked the closet full of guns, though. It was not secured. Oh, no, not at all. Like, those children, that was not OSHA approved. I can't believe that the children didn't grab one of them at some point. Like, you'd think they would be in the trunk and they'd each be holding a gun. Now, the trunk story, that fits in because... When they were in the boat, Patrick Swayze was talking about hiding in the trunk of his dad's car. Sure was. Dude, he inceptioned that idea into their fucking noggin. The thing was, they were in the back in the trunk of a Camaro. For even two kids, that's pretty cramp. I I couldn't imagine that. Camaro's a yeah. tiny little guy, yeah. Yeah. They looked like those two... looked like Michael Ironside and Patrick Swayze barely fit inside that car. <laughs> right. So how many on-scene Swayze sleepings do you think were scripted? And how many do you think were accidental? Yeah, just like candid. 
<laughs> like, oh, there he goes. I feel like that one when he was on the boat, when he, like, wakes up and starts, like, rubbing his face. I think that one was real. <laughs> I think he actually fell asleep, and they're like, get real close on him, and they're just going to wake him up and hope he's doing good. You doing all right there, Swiss? Well, I can't. When he was drinking, he was, you know, crashed on the couch, like, at Grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of looked like it was a little too intense. You know, I uh, I really appreciated that when he went out at Grandma's house, Grandma was like, you're just going to leave these kids. And he's like, maybe I am. Yeah. But he didn't. He came back. Yeah. I, I did like that he was putting his makeup on beforehand, coloring his sideburns. Hey, yeah. there's nothing wrong with putting your makeup on before hey, going out. I'm not. I'm not hating on it at all. I'm happy that they did it because that's not a thing you usually see. And then the fact that when Kelly was like, what are you doing? He was just like, no, this isn't fucking weird. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. she's wearing a wig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both the kids were wearing grandma's wigs. Kind of oh, reminds yeah. me of Elliot out of E.T. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of all these fucking cool cars, we had quite a few car chases. And we actually had a few moments where the cops did, like, a Blues Brothers. And Swayze, while going through a desert, somehow gets one to go up a dune and flips it head over heels? Oh, it's because he does, like, a quick he has like a quick donut when he goes in and out on the dirt road, or up the dirt road. How are these car chases as an aficionado, Dad? How'd you feel about them? Where do they rank in your book? Well, they were kind of comical. Yeah. But... Yeah, they were all right. Do you feel like any of the driving was like particularly impressive? No. Well, the guy in the red pickup truck. I mean, yeah. And he drove right up on that boat. Yeah, and he didn't touch it. That's that's some driving there. Can, can you, if he would have touched it, those horns would have went right into the ass end of that boat, and, and the, the boat would have sank. They would never got away. That guy driving the boat truck, he had no idea what was going on. He was a total non-character until it was time to put the boat in the water. And even then, he's just like holding the crank. Hmm. Mm. Great, can you detach that? I like that he held on to the fucking rope as they drove away like he was going to pull that boat and like keep it on that damn dock. I mean, like, he was a big boy, but he wasn't that big of a boy. Maybe he was planning on, like, chasing it and pulling himself up. Like, what? like he was water skiing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't you know. You notice the, the kid, the son, though, throws him a life preserver. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Even it though like it wasn't close to him. A size life preserver. <laughs> like maybe thigh deep right like it was not deep at all so that's just a good bit of 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 prop comedy we had grand theft auto and grand theft aqua i was all about it the only thing we needed was grand theft airplane or or helicopter helicopter we had a few helicopters yeah that was just remember if the the news helicopters there they won't shoot at you yeah yeah that's true (laughs) i uh I would have liked to see. Oh, I, it's still going. I would have liked to see Swayze on a on a helicopter though, because we know that he can drive an airplane, and we know that he can crash an airplane. Holy shit! We haven't seen him fly an airplane in any movie. Do you think that everyone knew that it was not a good idea to let him fly a plane on on, on like, screen? They were like, "Don't give Swayze the keys. He's gonna smoke thirty cigarettes while he's up there, and he's gonna we break can't. the seals on our windows, and he's gonna make our airplanes crash." Yeah, we cannot fucking afford that to happen that's a thing he did 
Really? Patrick Swayze smoked so many cigarettes that he broke the seals on his own personal airplane. Yeah, like the tar buildup in between like where it's supposed to seal was a problem. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, it caused him to crash land in a housing development while he was drinking. And then well, he just of gave everyone that was working beer so they wouldn't tell on him. <laughs> well, look, there's no confirmation he was drinking. <laughs> That's slander, and Lisa may come Allegedly. After us. Allegedly. Lisa also smoked a ton of cigarettes in the plane. Imagine both of them being in their hot box in the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, like... Alright, so when you do that with weed, there's obviously... The second-hand weed is supposed to continuously get you high. Sure. When you're hot boxing with cigarettes, I just feel like you just be like, Oh, man, our clothes is getting extra stinky. Dude, I feel like I get sweaty. Yeah! It'd be so hot. you just dehydrated in there. You're just like... <laughs> Let's just open it up real quick. <laughs> yeah, let's just open up the top. It's a convertible plane. Dude, uh, he started, he smokes so much he just starts making like like letters in the sky. It's just oh, says, Swayze was here and just cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah, there's an exhaust just for the cigarette smoke. Um I I don't know. I I felt real good about all the, the side characters. They were entertaining, even if I hated Jerry. Like I liked his long hair. It was a weird performance, and but you have to have you have to have somebody to hate. Yeah, yeah, you Every gotta movie. love to hate somebody, and you hate Mr. Lasagna, mm-hmm. and you hate Jerry. Right, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I I, well, I agree with that. We and have, your boy's always gonna hold you back from fatherhood, you know. Yeah, he's always gonna want you to be like chilling, hanging out with the boys. Wait, is Hood like short for hoodlum? Yes. He's yes. A, he's a father who's also a hoodlum. Yes. What, yeah. That's what Grandma says. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like the connotations for hoodlum don't match Patrick Swayze. I don't know. I think it was the fact that he came in there looking looking all flashy, like mm, you hoodlum. Yeah, I think I think mom was trying to say like, hey, you're you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself. Yeah, well, you know? I just don't understand how she's gonna be like that, and then like also wearing a leopard print shawl. I think we need to we need to talk about that. Let's let's go down to fashion corner, Josh. Boop, boop, boop. Josh. That's a new theme song for Fashion Corner. Oh, did someone send that in? Nope. I just thought of it right you, off the top of my head. You just wrote that yourself? Boop, 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 Well, I'm happy for your contribution. It's kind of like a, a cross between like a, a news introduction, like... Yep. All right, perfect, Josh. Who was your, some other thing. Who was your favorite, favorite costume? Did you have anyone that stood out? I mean, I don't like the Patrick Swayze Elvis thing. It was a little tacky. It was a little too much. I liked that he had an array of bowling shirts just at the ready. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, all right, so do you, where do you think he bought them? Do you think he had to go to a bowling store? Or do you think the, like... Salvation Army. Salvation Army? Yeah. Or does he have, like, a special, like, hey, this is where, like, he, Elvis wannabes go? Yeah, he goes to the Rockabilly store. Okay. Which is the flea market. The flea market? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I liked... I liked Kelly's jacket. Kelly's jacket was sick. She had a bunch of work done on it, like embroidery stuff. She had buttons all sewn to it. It was when, it, when and how did she get that done? Dude, I don't know. I think she had it, but it was only a few like days and days patches away from being crusty. Yeah, but I mean, like you can't have all that stuff when you're in the juvie. They don't let you. They don't let you uh, have needles. 
I don't think she needled it. I think she just had it because it was 90s. Oh, so it's like pre-embroidered. Yeah, I feel like that's the situation. I don't think she made that herself, unfortunately. Um, she, sh- she should get a bedazzler. Unless in juvenile detention they have arts and crafts time. I mean, they do, but you're not allowed to use needles. I mean, maybe they could use an iron. Maybe. I don't know anything about it. This is my area of expertise. That's why I'm asking you. Um, yeah, no sharps. How do you feel about grandma's outfits? You brought it up. I like that fucking uh, jacket she was wearing. That's about it. The wigs were cool. I liked her 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 blonde wig she showed up in. Well, I mean, she had, you know, she had the three different wigs and they were just different, all different looks. Yeah. I appreciate somebody who can, who's a chameleon. Yeah. She was like Lady Gaga and... Lady Gaga. And, and Machete too. Hey, but you know what? I'm, I also liked uh, Halle Berry's outfits because, you know, she's a very sensible professional. Yeah. Yeah. She was... She she had lots of cool outfits on. I didn't think that they were too ridiculous or anything like that. Eddie didn't even, like, wear notable outfits. He was just like, hey, I'm a little nerd. He had a little striped shirt on, like Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. He had that Freddy Krueger swag. Yeah, but he didn't cut up anybody's faces, so he's not that cool. Uh, Jack wears his sunglasses fucking constantly. Oh, yeah, because he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> he wore them in the cave. You'd think an aviator for for Jack, because he's wearing, like, the cat eye glasses. Yeah. Yep, cat eyes. <laughs> I, I would expect, like, an aviator or just, like, like an actual, like, the big Elvis ones. No, the Blues Brothers. You know, the big oh, black yeah. rimmed ones. Yeah. That's what he should have had. Like a Wayfair? I don't know. Yeah. I like the cat eye because it, it implied a certain femininity. And, you know, I, I always yeah. like that. I don't wear glasses like that. Too feminine. Too feminine? Too. Ah, uh, whatever, man. Whatever. I liked it. I thought his glasses were of the time and fitting of the character. Yep. Because they seem like the kind of class, the glasses that like you would, you wouldn't buy them at the gas station, mm-hmm. but you'd still get them off of a rack, you know, at Kmart. Yeah, like you you, you go to the, the the department store and get yep. them, you know, because yep. he he mentioned having like like this is the nicest watch I've ever had, and he traded his ring for some sandwiches. I felt like maybe his stuff would be like still cheap. But, like, looks flashy. Well, remember, he gave his watch to the guy in the red pickup. Yeah, and he said this is, like, the nicest watch I've ever had, which I don't know what the standard of watch comparison we're working with here. This guy could only have Casios. I've got no fucking idea. Any watch would be a nice watch to me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. See, like, my watch is fine, and I got it for $10 off eBay. I mean, that doesn't look nice to me. It looks okay. Well, now it's it's gross looking because I've worn it for a long time. You're right. I was thinking, is it the color yellow or is that just sweat? No, it was it was crystal clear when I got it. Now it's uh, a year old. Your watch has been smoking cigarettes. My watch has not been smoking cigarettes. <laughs> not at all. What are you talking about? Watches can't smoke cigarettes. Watch it. It might smoke weed, but not not cigarettes. Dad, did any of the fashion stand out to you? Patrick Swayze's leather coat. His leather coat was cool. You notice he always had his cowboy boots on. Yeah, he did. I was a little upset he didn't have spurs on him, though. That'd be or a knife. <sighs> in or on. Yeah. I'd wanted to be in. There were very few knives in the movie. There, I, I don't I think I noticed any. I don't no. think I saw one. No. Okay, good. I don't think I saw a single knife. 
There were some cool cars, like you said. We had that Cadillac. He... Was he going to steal a Porsche also? Yeah, 928 Porsche he was going to steal. He took that BMW. Yeah. Which he didn't like. He drove, the, he drove the Ford Probe or whatever it was over the cliff when it blew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an diversion. <laughs> I liked that diversion. I liked how upset Eddie got when he thought Dad was in the car. Yep. Dad! <laughs> like, like, Swayze just wanted to get rid of them so bad. He drove a car off a cliff and just stayed inside of it. <laughs> You notice all the first responders stayed at the railing. They weren't going down there in that mess. They were like, well, it was in a huge explosion. There's no way he made it through. Well. Oh, no. I uh, I liked that. I thought that was funny. I would I, I genuinely thought for a second that Swayze was in that car, too. I was like, oh, no, Jack. How could you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of dumb. <laughs> How could he hijack two cars in that amount of time, though? I don't know. He had a, he had a knife. Oh, yeah! He used his knife to cut cars. Okay. Okay, I I have knives under the subheading of fighting. I forgot that they're also tools. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any fighting in this? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he roughed up Mr. Lasagna on the bus. Oh, yeah. Made him eat the key. He he fought those guys on the boat at the end after that third car chase. There was a car chase on a boat. I've I've never never seen that before. before. That's a big boat. Like, Yeah. They did a few laps around it. And then a foot chase. Oh, a car chase nearly always leads to a foot chase, though, right? All the time. We we, we had one in Point Break. Yeah, I know. We had one on the boat. Yeah. Yep. Like, and sometimes we have them in real life. <laughs> I, I thought that the stare down on the boat between Jack and the guy holding the briefcase that he was going to rob. Mr. Briefcase. Mr. Briefcase was so intense. And we know that he was a bad guy. He let that bad guy go. Yeah. That's not cool. He's like sitting there like eyeing him, gun extended. Yeah, but who really was the bad guy? Because Jack was there to steal from him. Yeah, well, he was only stealing from bad guys, though. Drug dealers. Yeah. So this guy was a drug dealer. Yeah. It, this And this was supposed to be his big dirty, you know? Like, this was right. the one that he was going to retire big score. on. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I could only imagine what was in that briefcase. But then they, like, they looked at each other. And then since, since, Jack was like, I'm not going to shoot this guy. I'm going to run away. That guy was like, let's get the fuck out of here and leave that guy alone. So, like, it was immediately giving you your eye and you having your eye. Yeah. Right? Um, I like You to, can have your eye and eat God. it have it, too. I know that you don't, you don't want me to mention it, but that was really intense. You almost ruined everything. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> With a glass of water. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to remove it? No. Please stack your beer on top of that speaker. It was very exciting. I liked it. Oh. I was doing it for the for the juice. <laughs> it was just it was such an intense part of the movie. I was just like, oh my gosh. I I've never seen a, a car chase on a boat before. I was expecting a Spider-Man. <laughs> I was expecting Iron Man to show up and like some of the, the some boat to get, get cut in half. Yeah, and, and then and then they've got a they've got a vote on who which boat which half of the boat's gonna get killed. There is a moral to the story, though, about having car chases on the boat. What was the moral? Jerry died. Yeah, he goes straight off the boat. Did Jerry die? Did he Jer- drove the car off into the water, and, you know, Jerry didn't look like a swimmer to me. And he got shot a few times as well. He, right, I, yeah. They, they shot him through the windshield the two or guys, three times. Yeah, lit him up. Oh, yeah, then Jerry's dead. So I guess that was also the point at which we were like, oh, well, I guess it was necessary to get the children out of the trunk. Yeah. 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 I thought reason. they could just leave him. 
That would have been fine by me. Honestly, it, it seemed like the best idea was just leave the kids in the trunk, take care of business, and get the fuck out of there. But right. like seeing how everything went. But at the same time, they wouldn't have tried to peel out of there if Jack wasn't like screaming at the kids to get out of the trunk. That's right. That's you know? what brought the attention of the bad guys on him. Yeah. So like, I, I guess it was kind of on Jack, but like, I guess not that much. But it goes back to Jack being stuck in his dad's trunk. And he said he urinated on himself. Did either of the kids piss on themselves while they were in the trunk? Well, yeah, we got to assume that, that he pissed himself. Because that kid, you know, he's got a problem regulating his emotions. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. How so? He was quite excitable in a few times. I mean, he was uh, seven? See, listen, yeah. are you, you're listening to the dad expert. <laughs> he knows what's up. He, I, knows, what a, right, he okay. knows what an overly emotional you know, kid that's, looks like. That's one thing Patrick Swayze, he was always very cool. He was yeah, he cool. was the cool dad. I I think that he's not like the other dads. No. I think How many other dads let a thirteen year old girl drive their BMW that they stole? Hell yeah! <laughs> and how many make them do it? <laughs> yeah, definitely made them. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with this dad. <laughs> I don't know how to drive. I'm a kid. Too bad. That's, what she said. that's the gas. That's the brake. That's the wheel. That's the road. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. I I felt like his dadly advice, not to say your dadly advice is, is easily scripted, but I've heard quite a few of the things that Patrick Swayze said in this film yelled at me from across the car. Yeah, I wonder if this movie is just better because it's, it's the right time of year for it, you know? I guess. I, I liked it. It was a fun summer dad romp. Hell yeah. I loved it. Um, let's see. We covered most of the things on this uh, patented Swayze scale. Swayze scale. Already. How did you feel? Okay, well, once they get to New Orleans, right? The destination. They hitchhiked 90 miles to New Orleans. Huh? They rode in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. One, That's against the law. <laughs> is it against the law in the South, though? The South has different laws. There's yeah, a whole different country down there. In, in Louisiana, you can have a, a, a number of alcoholic beverages open in the vehicle equal to the number of passengers. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as they're 21. I think it's a similar <laughs> thing like that in Texas, too. So you can't be riding around on school bus with 66 kids and 66 <laughs> open beers right around you when you're driving, right? <laughs> no. I want to see that, But I'm though. wondering if it's I legal. I want to see that in a, in a photo or on a film. If it's legal in Louisiana <laughs> to ride in the back... Do they count as passengers in accordance with the amount of beers you can have? Or since they're in the back, are they counted as livestock? They could be. <laughs> That's no. okay by Louisiana law. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, people of Louisiana read in. Yeah, let us at know. Gmail. Nope, at SwayzePod at gmail.com. You nailed it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I was going to say, when they get to New Orleans, Kelly runs off to go meet this dude named Andy, right? And <laughs> she experiences the ultimate rejection. <laughs> well, Andy was a guard at the juvenile detention. An intern. He's an intern. Oh, the- my God. So he was like a social work guy. He was. Okay, I didn't. Wow, I don't know how I didn't realize that. I thought he was another boy that was there. That's what I thought. That's what it sounded like. But that's why he was like, no, I was just being nice to you. Like That's that's what came out in the hearing at the end with Mr. Lasagna. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, I didn't think he – oh, my God. She, he was abusing her, but he was nice about it. Remember, though, in the end, he when Patrick Swayze asked her on the boat, 
did anybody touch you? And she got very defensive. And he was like, you know what? That that seems right. But they were in the hearing and she blew up. She lit right up on Mr. Lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. About not stopping it. And you watched. And so did the intern have a little perversion for little girls? I mean, gosh. I, th- I think definitely I there was some kind of... This movie is very state institutions. It's like, you know what's good? Reporters. <laughs> and, and kidnapping <laughs> your own kids. <laughs> and I bet go, my dad would have loved this movie. Going on a crime spree. Yeah, dude, that... I don't know. I, I do think that Andy was uh, a piece of shit. First of all, because not that's her only, boyfriend Andy. Yeah, that. Oh, well, I mean, like the, her abuser. Her abuser. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, but yeah. she went to go see him and not to kill him. That's that's. Oh that's, my god, wouldn't that have been a cool turn? Oh shit! <laughs> if she would have like shown up and been like, "Hey, Andy," she had a big knife. Oh, how big do you think the knife would have been? Uh, like kitchen knife. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit, well, a bit bigger. The offer was made by Patrick Swayze, though. You want me to break his neck? Yeah. His I'm legs. Like, oh, yeah. He's Very like, much more important. He's like, I know what it feels like to break my legs. I want to go break his. <laughs> yeah. I think I, that was the deadliest thing he's ever said in the movie. But, you know, like, there could have been just not, like, one deleted scene where she got a gun out of the gun closet and, <laughs> and used it. I All of a sudden it appears. I thought you were going to say, I wish there was a deleted scene where he broke this kid's legs. No, she could have taken a gun and gone out to that pier and just shot him. <laughs> They're sitting there. They just poured bees all into a thing over this candy kid's head, and they've got his legs up on a little th- thingy, and they've got the big old hammer to hobble them, and they're like, oh, this isn't going to bring your honey back. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Swayze's there, and he's like, I don't care. Just knocks him in the knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah the knees. Just like that. Yeah, the knees. I I don't know. I, I thought that the Andy situation was a little... Like, it, ne- it was needed, I guess, for the story that they were telling. I guess he was a necessary character if we want to, like, identify her abuser instead of just be like, oh, I was the system that abused her. Yeah. But the rest of the movie skirts around all the serious issues of, like, her being abused and everything. I think it also showed a- another aspect of abuse where she didn't necessarily, like... She wasn't, like, blaming him. She was going to visit him because she missed him. Yeah, she didn't identify as a victim of abuse. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, I'm sure she she realized things that had happened to her that she didn't like, but it wasn't until, like, that very moment when he rejected her that she thought it was anything other than, like, affection, you know? Wow, I, I feel like I'm getting this sprung on me right now because I didn't realize that he was her, her abuser while we were watching the film. As, uh, at least what I took from it. No, like, no, no, you're, you're right. You guys are right. You he, watched the movie correctly. I failed to watch the movie correctly. <laughs> like, did, did, am I, like, reading it incorrectly? Did you get that You know, if he wasn't the actual abuser, because remember the one point in the film where that guy had that little girl up against the oh, wall? Yeah. And he told him to knock it off, and it walked away, Mr. Lasagna did? Well, maybe that's something that, he like witnessed or was in on but it didn't involve the daughter and so she knew what was going on and this guy was kind of protecting her because he said i was protecting you yeah i was being nice to you yeah so maybe he didn't really abuse the young lady yeah 
but he was in on abusing other kids. That could be yeah, it he's also. He's at least complicit because he's part of the system. It definitely seems well, like the if whole he, system. If he worked there and he was an intern and there was something going on wrong with the kids, he still would be obligated to drop a dime on. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, you're a mandatory reporter if you're yeah. working with kids in any sort of situation like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in state institution and it's like social mm-hmm. services. Absolutely. And, and to that end... I, I almost forgot about the guy who was being creepy in modern time in the movie because it's like, right? That's it's it's very much a one bad apple situation, you know, where it's like, oh, this guy was bad and Mr. Lasagna was bad. If we get rid of them, everything will be great, just like that judge at the beginning thought. Right. Right. Yeah. Everything's great. This is the best place ever, and uh, you know, daughter of Swayze is like, no, it's not the case. <laughs> But, you know, they even touched on the money laundering because they were saying they were taking trips and eating steak, and they're going, yeah. we've never seen any of that. Yeah, that that was the first thing that Kathleen did was, like, when she got on the phone with Jack, she's like, ask her about going to Yosemite and ask her about steak dinners. And Dude, I thought like that shit was code, and yeah. now I'm realizing that that's just what is written in the expense reports. Yeah, Correct. it was just straight up out, like, hey – just double because she also had a dollar amount on there at one point it was like steak dinners were like thirty thousand dollars or something like that yeah she was delicious so that that means somebody was either embezzling or they were laundering money or something who's embezzles (laughs) mr lasagna mr lasagna was embezzles the steaks into his tummy (laughs) can you imagine all right he he goes and buys all the steaks but then he becomes like some kind of meat baron and he's like, no sticks for you. And he has his like freezer full of meats that he like defrost one and like brings it. Ch- That's what it was. Like he brings the child in and goes, you watch me eat your steak. You <laughs> and like sits I eat your down. milk steak. Yeah. That's exactly the situation. All right, we've gotten to the bottom of this, everyone. We've gotten enough puns together that I think that we've exhausted this. How'd she feel about Jack getting hit up, hit with the car? Holy shit. <laughs> he just, they just fucking run right into him right before Jerry drives off the boat. But in the meta context, it makes sense because he just got up and he was fine because yeah. he was so drunk. He just, he just got up and he was fucking fine. There's one thing that I know. If you get hit by a car, you're better off if you're drunk than if you're not. Because you go limp? Yeah, because you just... Is that, have you heard this? I would say that. And if you're in a car and you That's hit why another during, car, you're going to be better off yeah, if you're drunk. Yeah, drunk during a car accident don't get hurt as bad as the other passengers You know, like that don't drink. That's the craziest <laughs> shit. It's because you're, you're limp. Yeah. I wish know. I was limp all the time. You just wish you had no bones? Oh. Like you were Harry Potter in the second movie? Does that happen? Yeah. Oh, well, he gets no bones. Yeah, he breaks his arm, and then once his Lockhart goes, I'm going to take your bones out of your arms. <laughs> I don't think that's episode two. Yeah, that's totally episode two. Oh, yeah, because that's the last one that you saw, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gilderoy Lockhart, you know, he went to go and fix his bo- bones, but then instead of, like, fixing them, he takes the bones out. He's like, you can't be broken if you don't got any. That's true. And then Harry's got to drink that potion to regrow them, and it's super painful. Imagine all your bones regrowing at once. Dude. Can you like what if his what if his tendons like hyperhealed and like he could throw like ninety miles an hour and then he had to go join the you know the Cubs with Gary Busey, like in like no. in the Rookie of the Year? No, that could never happen. Muggles what? don't play. I mean, with Wizards. Could you imagine him like playing Quidditch with like a hypertension arm? He doesn't. Do you, he doesn't throw anything in Quidditch. But like, 
You don't know how Quidditch works. But if he had this, was that a disability? Is it a disability? Is to it have a no bones. <laughs> to have no bones is a disability. <laughs> to have extra bones, also a disability. What but if, if he, he had bones like Wolverine? That's that's a superpower. That would be a superpower. Okay, well, okay. And he, healing your bones, yeah. Yeah. And extra bones. He's got both. All right, all right, all right. Since you brought up Wolverine, gotta ask a serious question here. I don't, I don't think he could have the claws if he didn't have a healing factor. Yeah, because then his like shit would be ripped open. All his the hands time. would never heal. Correct. You know, mm-hmm. like he, like I feel like that's his real superpower. Yeah, his healing. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of like a cancer, like Deadpool, right? Like no. where, where it grows out extra. That's what the things are. That's what the bones are. I don't think so. I think that was just you know he had a deformity. Or oh, he's just deformed. deformity. Yeah, he had a mutation. You know, he's got two mutations, though. The chances of that are so low. Well, I feel like they have to go hand in hand. He can't have the claws without the healing factor. So then his claws are just an ancillary effect. You know. Thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that they're they're like extra because of the healing factor. And once he gets his bones coated with adamantium, oh, he's got an extra superpower, which is a radioactive metal. I know it's radioactive. That's yeah, like that's what's killing him in, in, in Logan was that his healing factor has begun to degrade and he cannot fight off the radiation from his bones. So he's like cooking himself from the inside out essentially. Wow. He's got a new podcast. Yeah? Wolverine. I haven't listened to it. Just started today. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. How did you feel about the final court scene where they go in and Jack's defending the kids against uh, lasagna and he's spilling the beans and Kelly has her outburst and everything. Like, Do you feel as if that was a, a proper emotional climax to the film? Yes. But also it wasn't earned, which is the question that you always ask. Was it earned? No. Do you, why do you say it wasn't earned? It's because, like, suddenly Swayze's a better guy. I think he's been being a better guy this whole... Like, I definitely feel like I had lower expectations for him, so he already started out higher than I thought he was going to... You know. Well, all the way through the whole movie, he progressed to become a better father to his kids because he got to know him. Yeah. Right, because at first he, dr- he, like, leaves his kids on the side of the road. Then he right. chases his kids when right. they're in a boat. Yeah. And then he protects his kids. Right. So, yeah. So, he's definitely getting dadlier and dadlier as the film goes on. It's also the classic journey from cynical to sincere. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was uh, under the impression, though, that it was going to be like a big daddy, Mm. you know, or Mm. like a three men and a baby where these just have some kids. You know, right, it's right. Th- like he was aware of the situation. He knew he had children. They just didn't have a great relationship because he was running off doing crimes and being in jail and shit. Yeah, he right. also knew that he only had two days that he had to stay out of trouble and he couldn't do it. He couldn't stay out of trouble for two days. Like yeah. that was the only expectation on the character. He just like right. be a good boy for two days and immediately kidnaps a kid from the state with a gun. Two, two kids. Three kids. You can kidnap your own child, if that's a question. That is what we learned from this. No, I've learned that before. Oh, you knew that beforehand? Most cases of kidnapping are someone kidnapping their own child. Most. Most of them? Yes. Well, dude, 
I thought the movie was fun. I thought so too. I thought like we we wouldn't once we realized that blank check was in this movie, right? I was like, this is gonna be at least as good as blank check, and I feel like it lived up to that. Yeah. Like, we didn't have any inappropriate kissing in this movie, so that puts this at a higher level than Blank Check, I guess. If I would have watched this when I was a kid, I think I would have liked it a lot. Yeah, a grown woman kisses a child on the mouth in that movie. I remember that. Yeah. I didn't remember that until we watched it recently. Yeah. Ugh. The entire time, Toad Loke and Miguel Ferreira are just, like, chasing this little kid around with a million dollars in his backpack, and then... A grown woman kisses a boy. Doesn't even acknowledge that it's inappropriate. A Disney film. This is just like... Happy Disney. I guess that was just like wish fulfillment the movie, though. So like, That's why they call it the Magic Kingdom. Because they're kissing kissing boys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, I, don't, I don't know if I'd suggest blank check, but it's, it's definitely a thing. I would suggest it. You would suggest it? Hell yeah, that water slide... The water slide is sick. His, he has a butler? Yeah, I like the, the the garbage cans full of ice cream. They're like, where'd you go, Ernie? I went to go get more ice cream. He's got two like fucking garbage cans full of ice cream. How do you keep it cold? I don't know. All right. All right. In that kind of situation, is it like self-perpetuating? Like it just keeps itself cold because there's so much of it? I don't think that's how it works. At, like, at what at what point does it radiate its own cold? That's not how it works. That's not how cold works? <laughs> there is no cold. There's only a lack of heat. That's a good point. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, you know, thank you for showing me another perspective, Josh. You know, sometimes I'm the science guy. That really helped me out. You want to hear what everyone else's perspective about this film? Or would you like to get into your perspective first? Well, I give it a three star out of five star. Three out of five stars? Um, patented Josh scale. Tell me about why you gave it three out of five. Well, he never once wore a hood. He did not. That that was my review on Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah? That's it. I think yeah, that's pretty fair. Did you like the movie? I, I did as well. I gave it a three out of five, too. I thought it was fun. I thought it was lighthearted. I thought it was palatable. I didn't think it gave us ideas that were too ridiculous. But it did give us something to think about. What? <laughs> how bad the system is and how reform is not always a bad thing. Like, oh, reform is a bad thing. It should be abolished. <laughs> Let them roam free. Let the kids do as it, they please. Just like I said about having more or less entrances at the school. Everything should be an entrance. Let them roam free. Well, since we have a guest, I think we should have Dad rated too. Dad, how are you feeling about this movie? Well, I tell you one thing, his hair always looked nice until he fell in the water off the boat. Yeah. So he's always got his act together. So uh just on his looks, I'd say three and a half. Three and a half out of five. Wow. But we also have to throw in he's a man with a convertible Cadillac. Okay. So he gets extra points for that. It's big style boy. And oh. the fact that with cowboy boots, he's on a hood of a truck with horns. And Jump. jumps back on the boat on the trailers. A lot of it does come back to aesthetics. See, so yeah. I'm thinking more, he's a four to four and a quarter right now. Wow. Not to mention all the little scams he was pulling, like with Aunt Gladys in the in the uh, casino and the, the bartender 
out in the middle of nowhere. Wheeling and dealing. Well, I mean, this is very clearly, like, you're bringing up great points for the Swayze scale. And nobody shot him. Yeah. See, so. That's a really good point. That's even the cool factor. And then how many dads do you know runs around with the leather coat on and goes swimming with it? I don't know any. You've never done that in front of me. Well. I I think you should have gotten that kid a leather coat. I yeah? think so. I, at least cowboy boots. I think they all should have little matching outfits at the end of it. No, Kelly had her cool jacket already. She had an embroidered jacket. That's how you know she's a little different. <laughs> Edgy in her own way. Not like, like everybody else. She was turning into a punk rock girl. Punk yeah. rock girl? Yeah. yeah. She was kind of, I mean, she may have been, well, it was 90, 93, dude. She's grunge. Yeah. It's all grunge. Yeah, yeah. Totally grunge. Hell so, yeah. So you think a, a four? Yeah, I give him four and a half. Four and a half out yeah. of five? Like I say, he, he he did have a good choice in vehicles. All right. Even I, though he didn't get stealing the Porsche, he had it, the door open. And there was no was station there. wagon. There was yeah. no station wagon. No SUVs yeah. or station wagons. But the Cadillac makes up for that. You got a, a land barge, it does wonders. So there's two land yachts in this movie, actually. Yeah. The Cadillac convertible and the, what was it called? The Cairo Princess? The boat? The Cajun the, Princess. The Cajun Princess on the boat trailer. I mean, how many people can go across Texas in a boat mm-hmm. in I, a trailer? I'm imagining they're going from the west side of Texas to the east side of Texas. Exactly. Right? Yep. Because then they popped the, right in the water. River? River? Why are they yeah, in the river? It was like the bayou. Yeah. It had no wake zone. I don't know. It wasn't very deep. What did they end up doing with the boat? They crash it or what? It, they shot the flare gun off oh, in yeah, it and it jumped out up. under the bridge, which also that same kind of scene happened in Baby Driver with the three red cars on the expressway. Oh, yeah. You know, if they would have jumped out of that boat in California, I bet like Anthony Kiedis would have been there. He'd been like, hey, I'm under a bridge. <laughs> oh, should I live here with the dog or whatever? Hey. California, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to hear about the, how the people felt about this, Josh? Yes, please. Letterbox has it at a 2.3 out of 5. IMDb is at 4.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has a 10% with an audience score of 34% with a 4.5 out of 5 on Amazon. 76% 5 star, 5% 1 star. A lot of DVDs didn't work this time around. A lot of DVDs I heard that work. there's a 0% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know? Can you confirm that? I have a 10%. That's uh, a, that's conglomerate with critics and audiences. Oh. Uh, someone on Letterboxd suggested that it has 0% critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I, which is uh, insane. I, I don't really give a shit about what the critics think. Well, except for one of them. You want to play Ebert, Josh? Yes. I already know some of this review. Fatherhood is generally simple-minded chase picture in which a small-time thief learns to love his children. I didn't believe a second of it, although I enjoyed a few of them. How many stars do you think he gave this film? One in one hype out of four. That's my guess. He gave it one out of four. Oh, wow. <sighs> you gave Ebert a little bit more credit. Yeah, because he enjoyed some of it. <laughs> he never does that. Yeah. He seems to dislike a lot of movies. Cisco's like, what don't you love about a rad dad going across the country? Now, before we uh, move on to the Swayze scale, I didn't have a budget. 
But on opening weekend, this movie made $1.28 million and worldwide grossing $3.42 million. Bucks. I feel like the explosion cost like a tenth of that. I feel like they didn't make any money off this movie. Okay. But it was filmed in Nevada, California, Texas, and Louisiana, and we have three taglines. Are you excited for these taglines? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't get my hopes up that high. Wow, that was like a very like mediocre, tepid yes. Number one, he's America's most wanted dad. Yeah, that's, I want to ask him if he'll be my dad. Would you? Would you? I would change my name to Josh Swayze. I mean, of course you would. Why not? You'd have to dance everywhere, though. Oh, no, I don't dance anywhere. I know. That's a problem. You'd have to learn. Number two, there's no escaping laughter. What? <laughs> but you, you can't escape a juvenile detention facility, but you can't escape laughter. <laughs> Why was that a tagline? It shouldn't have the other half that I just suggested. You can escape a juvenile detention facility. And number three, Jack Charles really enjoyed being a father until his kids showed up. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. It's the other way around. How do you feel like it's the other way around? He didn't even know he was a father until his kids showed up. He knew that they were his kids. It yeah. wasn't like, like, what are you doing? Like in the beginning when he was in the first, in the courtroom, he goes, well, yeah, he's my son. We didn't have a blood test or anything, but. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I did like that, uh, since you bring it up, I did like that juxtaposition. There's a court scene at the beginning and a court scene at the end. And he has a much better, more professional job and at the end. Correct. And a more emotional job. Why, why do you say that? Because, you know, he was just cracking wise the first time. Being a silly man. Don't be a silly man when your kids are in question. Why? Why would he be a silly man? Because he, he just like he thinks he's cool. He wears that stupid jacket. I mean, wait, it's a cool jacket. I'm sorry. I it's, a, it's a cool jacket. <laughs> he has multiple cool jackets. He has like a trench coat. And I didn't mean to jacket? like. I didn't mean to argue with the we cannon. Already, we bad. already covered this, yes, man. I know. He was a cool looking fucker. Sorry. Consider that non canonical. All leather jackets are cool. Josh, I got some trivia for you. Remember that leather jacket he had that looked like a cow in the other movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I don't remember what movie it was. That, that was in Whoopi. Oh, it was Whoopi. Hell yeah. Yeah, he had a patchwork work leather jacket. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, but I loved it. It was so cool. It made him look like a, like a hobo, like a, like a sexy tramp. Kurt Russell was considered for Jack in this movie. Hell I yeah. could see it. Hell I yeah. could see it. They're the same guy. Especially those sideburns that yep. he was wearing. Yep. Yeah. I could definitely see this be a, a, a Kurt Russell film. Let's tussle with Russell. You know, sometimes I just I have these ideas. They're free ideas for podcasts. Anyone can take them. <laughs> R.E.M. shot part of the Everybody Hurts music video on the freeway because it was closed for production. So they just hopped on there and filmed. Everybody Hurts sometimes. Yeah. So oh, take yeah. advantage of somebody else's shoot. Yeah, that's exactly what the situation Very is. Very cool. Yeah. So They probably made more money off of the video than this movie <laughs> Oh, dude, I 100%. Yeah, but you got to take in a, take in the, you got to think about it this way. Back in 94 when this movie was made? 93, yeah. The money meant different. 
you know, back then that might have been a pretty good grossing movie, you know. It may have been. I may don't know. Been. I don't know. <laughs> Point Break made quite a lot of money, and that came out before oh, this one. Did it? Yeah. I don't understand how movie money works either. Vince will tell me a dollar amount. I'm like, that sounds like a little. That sounds like a lot. Sometimes right. it's just it genuinely surprises me. Depends on how many things you blow up. Yeah, and they only blew up one thing, I think, in this movie. So. Yeah. yeah, they only wrecked a couple of cop cars, so you yeah. know it's a low budget movie. Yeah, those cop cars, especially if you're just gonna wreck them, you can get them at auction for cheap. Right. I'm surprised they were even like together. You know, they could have just been like a facade on a doom buggy. You know, <laughs> cardboard cutout. You know. All right, Josh. I think we've taken care of everything except for the business. Okay. Let's get down to business. What's the business? We're going to the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. Okay. This is a road trip movie. This was a road trip movie, and we had quite a few sick whips. Uh huh. We had quite a few sick whips. We talked about that. Um, gymnastics. I didn't see like any sort of interesting athleticism going on. Uh, Kelly jumped out of a window to escape her captors in juvenile detention. Uh, I usually mean, I take gymnastics to be a Swayze thing, but you're right. I, she I, did scale a fence. What the, the fuck? He jumped from the hood of a car into a boat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We'll and then from a boat into the water. Well, I also gave it, I'm thinking we should give it like half a bonus point for the threat of dancing. And Yeah, yeah. And he also got hit by a car. He danced with that car. Okay, okay. So that's a bonus, half a bonus point. Um, there was fighting, but no knives, except for being used as a tool. I'd call that another half a bonus point. I think all knives are being used as a tool constantly. Okay, that's fair. Bonus point. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, this, this thing spectacularly fails the Bechdel test. How so? No women talk to each other at all. Uh, Catherine and Kelly talk to each other. Do they? Yeah. About what? What about Swayze? (laughs) No, it doesn't pass the mental test. Okay, okay, so... Wait, no! No! Uh, Kathleen, Ka- Catherine talks to Dolores's aunt? About Dolores. About Dolores. Yep. And doesn't... wasn't What was Dolores' aunt? And it sort name? of did affect the plot. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, it talked about gender. We can give it a bonus point for 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 femin for the tiniest amount of feminism. Miss Carter. <clears throat> Miss Carter. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like the Carters as much as the next guy. Uh, so yeah, we can give it the points. Uh, it's it's three bonus points so far. I think we're really getting these bonus points together. Um, there's sick whips, as you said. No horses. No, not even a mention. Not even the dream of a horse. Um, class stuff. There almost wasn't. Until the very end where he started bitching about how he was... He was in the system and he's always been poor and disadvantaged. Yeah. He's like, I've always been poor. You're just a, you're just an Irish Catholic girl. Yeah, he kept saying that Halle Berry was Irish. Where did that come from? Did she tell him that in the beginning? Her last name was Mercer, so I don't think that Kathleen Mercer is necessarily an Irish name. I don't know where it come from, but he kept saying that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just like making up a fantasy. Or is that because in Superman, you know, Mr. White had a little accent to him? and Maybe. Maybe. Like hero reporter. Maybe. Hero reporter, Superman. No romance. No. No romance. No nudity. This is a family film. Imagine if there was nudity. Who would have who would have bared their buns? Because let's be honest, it would have been butts. 
I think it would have been Jerry. I think it's the first movie I've ever seen Patrick Swayze didn't go without a shirt. Yeah, that's a damn good point. Yeah, you'd think that at some point he'd be wearing the leather jacket and no shirt, but the bowling shirts. Like, that's what something he, he loves. Was he, was he hanging out with Charlie Sheen at the time? Maybe. That's Possible. where the bowling shirts come from. Maybe. Just from Charlie Sheen's closet. He's just, hey, Charlie. Okay, so I'm what I think my I've plane got, over. One, two, three. We're going to smoke some cigarettes and wear bowling shirts. So we've, okay, so we've got dad stuff. This is dad stuff to film. So that's all 10 items. We've got seven out of 10 points on the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. What, what what kind of points are those? What kind of points are they, Dad? What kind of what kind of points are these? Like seven out of ten. Seven, seven out of out of ten car car theft knives. Seven out of ten decoy exploding cars. Oh, somehow I. Well, you notice every go. time something happened and the cops were closing in on the kids, Patrick came for the kids. He yeah. didn't just take off running. Yeah. So he gets a point for that. Yeah. It, he didn't abandon his kids any place. I mean, he attempted to, but he didn't. That's the dad he, stuff. He it, stuck by the kids. The threat of abandonment was always there. Yeah. Seven out of ten threats of abandonment. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Plus three bonus Perfect. points, which I will call antlers on the hood of a truck. Oh, I felt real good about this, man. I mean, if you had those up, that's ten points total, but that's not how we do things around here. I, I I think this is fun. Who would who would you recommend this to? Uh, you know somebody's dad. <laughs> who would you recommend this to? You guys, the watch. Oh, us! Yeah. This movie is made for us. This right? is made for you guys. We've it found, sure is. Well, and it's, for Father's it's, Day, it's a good movie just to watch when you just can't. You know, you just idle and you don't need to learn nothing or get any kind of, uh, you know. Let's think about it. Yeah, I, I I think it did ask some some good questions, especially when it comes to like authority and the system in general and how effective it is. And you know, maybe we should reevaluate how we treat things. But you like, can you can think about this movie a lot if you want to, yeah, but, but like it doesn't need, need to. to be. Yeah, and it wasn't designed to be thought about because if you think about it for more than a few seconds, it's very. <laughs> what <dark>. what about? <laughs> Excuse me. What about? How many people that you know that are dads had quality character qualities that this character had? Well, I like I said, I've I've experienced quite a few things that Jack screamed <laughs> at the children, screamed no, at myself. No, but I mean, you know, your dad in and out of jail. And, yeah. You know, how many times have you seen your dad steal a car? Now, starting a car for somebody is a whole other story, but you know, mm-hmm. stealing a car, or breaking in, getting keys—that's a normal dad thing. But yeah, I don't know any dads <laughs> like this anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't know any dads like this personally. Um, I would recommend this. I think my grandma might like it. Yeah. I'll, I'll recommend it to her when I see her on Wednesday. I think I think this is a fun family film if you have the opportunity to watch it. Well, once uh, your kids get to a certain age, they'd watch it and get a kick out of it. Yeah. They might want to go steal a boat, you know. But. I don't know. Everybody on the internet seems to have seen it when they were kids, and they liked it. Yeah. Yeah? But they don't like it anymore, and now they're like, ah, Swayze, what a creep. What? In this movie. I don't know. I guess. He tells his daughter, ah, your mom's legs went up to her chin and you look just like her. <laughs> I don't know. Your legs go all the way up to your tits. <laughs> you, ain't got, you ain't got no belly button because your legs go up to your chin. Oh, um, um, I did a New York accident. Now I got to do a... Uh, 
southern one. Like, uh, your your ma's uh, legs went up to her chin. <laughs> Trying too hard on your Swayze. It's it's more like a your your mom's legs went up to her chin. <laughs> your, ma, your ma's legs went up to her chin. Damn, your mom's legs went up to her chin. <laughs> Back off, war child. Seriously. I wish he would have kicked somebody in the chest in this movie. That's all I was missing. Dude, I wish he would have. I don't know. He had those cowboy boots that I'm afraid that if he would have kicked somebody in the chest, it would have went through. You know? That heel and he would have just, just like, punctured and just went right through him. <laughs> it's a good look for him. Leave an imprint, at least. Uh, I think this is a good Father's Day romp. Yeah, I I would suggest it to to watch it with a father figure in your life, and if uh, you'd like to reach out and tell us about your experiences with this, or your dad, or your dad, you can find us at SwayzePod at gmail dot com. We're on all the social medias at SwayzePod. Josh is on Letterbox at Joshua C Y, and I'm on Letterbox at Vincent Troya. We're writing these in real time. If you want to watch and uh, see how we feel, that's where to find them. And, uh, I don't know. How many followers do we have on Twitter? Like, three. Thousand? Yeah, something like that, something like that. Hell yeah. Dad, did you have anything you wanted to mention before we sign off? No, I'm good. All right, well, thank you for joining us. I got to watch the car movie. Yeah, we got to have our first guest. Yeah. Hey. Hey, that's I'm good for something. Right? Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made